welcome to Awaken Podcast. I hope you enjoy the teaching. Thanks, guys. I'll invite everybody to have a seat, find their, find their places, wherever that might be. And as you do so, I will introduce myself in case we haven't met. My name is Chris Kimston. I am an intern here at Awaken. We are in the midst of a two-week little mini-series here amidst a much larger series that we've been doing since Easter. Uh, the, Micah came up with the word sequitur, which is uh, essentially the implications of Easter. So we have this big church event of Easter, one of the biggest of the year. Uh, but what does that really mean for the rest of us in a church community or, or maybe looking to take the next step? What, what exactly does that mean for us? And we asked the question last week, uh, how do we lead when sometimes, or oftentimes, we feel spiritually unqualified to do so? We, we've talked a lot at, at Awaken about leading in our own lanes, how you don't need to be an intern, you don't have to be a worship leader, you don't have to be a pastor in order to bring this life and love of God to the people around you. Uh, you can just exhibit those things in your life and um, you, don't, you don't necessarily have to have a seminary degree for that. But there are times when we don't really reflect that love. And so how do we, how do, we do that? How do we tackle that? And essentially the answer that we gave was that a lot of times leadership looks like choosing grace. And that even when we're at our worst, we can lead because we are led by a God that continues to choose us to be his people. We can choose to love and lead others because we ourselves are chosen again and again as God's people and loved. I just mentioned that. We'll, we'll bring that back in a little bit later. In case you missed it, uh, a couple weeks ago we had our annual meeting, which is when our partners come together and meet and hear from the leadership uh, what's going on in the next year of our community. Just a quick side note, if you hear the word partners, don't get freaked out by that. It's just the word that we use. A lot of churches use members. A lot of churches might use congregants. We just use uh, partners because we think it's the most intentional way to really kind of represent what it's like to partner with Awaken at a, an official capacity. Partnership classes uh, will be available later as well as Awaken, uh, Discover Awaken for that. So just the quick side note there. At this meeting, where this vision was casted for our next year, I had the privilege of being named the individual in charge of leading our youth and our students in an exciting new season of life. I don't know if I have an official title, so I'll give myself one. I will be the student captain, captain of students. Um, I, the, and so I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit about what that's actually like practically going to look like, this new student ministry. Now, I can already feel it, you're saying to yourself, I don't have a kid. I don't really know very many kids around. I, don't, I haven't worked with students before. I didn't know the intern was preaching. This, this, could, have been, <laughs> this could have been one that I skipped. But no, I, I implore you, please don't tune out. Don't start writing down your, your grocery list for Trader Joe's after this. Because today we're exploring not only what students at Awaken will look like, we're, we're looking at Awaken's identity as a community that strives to love those around us, and we're going to look at how Awaken, f or at how the students fit into the larger picture of Awaken. And also, uh, the Discover Awaken and the partnership classes provide a lot of really great information. I'll provide some of that today, but if you need some more, it'll be kind of an intro to that. 
So the, the scripture for today we're going to be looking at is Acts 2, verses 42 through 47. Acts 2, verses 42 through 47. And it'll be up on the screen. I invite you to stand as we do when we, when we read the verse for the day. It goes as follows. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone is filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Please pray with me. Father God, we thank you for this beautiful morning. We thank you for the long weekend and the rest that that brings, God. I pray for our community as we we explore what the future looks like, God. I pray we would set aside, maybe to look at the future, that we would set aside parts of our past, God. That we might experience your spirit here new and refreshed in a new way. It's in the strong and loving name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. You can go ahead and have a seat. So it's a little short and simple this morning. It's a different kind of thing where I'm, I'm presenting you, I'm showing you, telling you exactly what this new student ministry is going to look like. What I'm talking about today is creating a specific worship gathering for our students outside our regular Sunday worship times. This isn't something that's happened at Awaken before, so um, that's why this is kind of a big deal. Now, to answer some of the quick questions you might be asking you might, the big ones, why now? Why during the summer, and why, why is this what you're on stage talking about? And we're at a juncture where both with the overall growth of our church, as well as the age of our youth, they're intersecting at a point where we need something more. As age works, people are getting older. We have a lot of kids, and they need something a little bit different than what we've had. The former youth or the former model of the, our student youth group that has been meeting at somebody's house. Um, they've engaged uh, in community with each other, maybe doing some activities or light Bible study. It's been a huge blessing to those involved. Um, in this new season, uh, we perhaps need something a little bit different. Now, current kids volunteers, I know that some of you are, are here, and they can tell you they, they were volunteering in the first gathering, and now they're up here to be at church for the second they can tell you there are a lot of kids downstairs in, during kids' community. And a few of those kids will graduate past the current kids' community curriculum every year for the foreseeable future. They will keep on graduating as, as age happens. And so that gives us an opportunity now to set the foundation for something uh, for the group of kids already on their way um, to this point at their time at Awaken. If you've gone through Discover Awaken or partnership classes, you might already know some of this information. It's always good to have a, ref a refresher. I am not gonna throw any slides at you. I'm not gonna throw infographics at you. Those, uh, those other classes and places are a great place to hear the story. We're just gonna talk about what it's gonna look like for this community to come together to, to love our students the best way that we can. And this is how we endeavor to do that. First, talking about Acts 2, the passage in Acts 2 is one of the most talked about passages in the Bible. 
And it's, it's for a really good reason, because what it seems to do is suggest or, or, or be uh, prescriptive of what it means for us as believers or church community members to come together and truly live the best way together. If you're anything like me, you listen to that description and it seems kind of ideal. There are denominations and church networks in places, you might have heard the, heard the phrase Acts 2 churches before. There are lots of communities that look to this exact verse to be one of their main indicators and, and one of their main inspirations behind what they want their community to be. Now, Awaken isn't part of these networks or denominations in an, any official manner, but we too are a community that looks to this verse for some identity. There are three main things that we as a church, as Awaken, uh, take away from this verse. There are th a couple of ways that you hear it talked about, some different words you've heard in, out, and up. You might have heard a couple of different words. The words I'm gonna use this morning for simplicity's sake. We're gonna talk about community, we're gonna talk about worship, and we're gonna talk about outreach. Community, worship, and outreach. These are the three main tenets of our community here, however you wanna call it. These are the three main pillars that Awaken stands on, and these are also the three main building blocks on which we're going to create this new student service. So, we'll talk about what it looks like for us as a community, and then also what it looks like for this new service this new youth gathering. For our community, uh, it looks a, like a lot of different ways for us uh, as Awaken as a whole. You might have taken part in life groups, covenant groups, lots of groups, uh, tailgating activities, game nights, if you were at that, that was a lot of fun, and other friendships that we cultivate. I've lived here just going on two years now. Some of my very best friends are here at Awaken because of the relationships that we make. Community is a big deal here. And it's gonna be, we look to make that the same way for this youth group. Now, it takes place as a shared meal together uh, with leaders and students, including some opportunities for mentoring. Now, it's a really hip thing in youth ministry culture to talk about uh, mentoring. Just, yeah, we're just gonna mentor. It's gonna be this great relationship. But it's, oftentimes, it's kind of a buzzword that doesn't mean a whole lot. So what Awaken's doing right now is we're, we've reached out and are, are in discussion with some organization organizations and churches that we really uh, think highly of and we, we like the way that they've approached their mentoring. We're looking to instill some training for myself and others and we're looking for individuals that feel called towards spending time making a difference in the lives of the young people in our community. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> uh, worship is the next piece. Um, so we have our community, then we have our worship. This is our Sunday mornings. This is, here we are. Uh, it's our time to be together, but it's also to worship, in, which includes the art of music and also some of Wendy's art that we've experienced. In a, and it looks a lot of different ways here at Awaken, but we, we worship and we hear a teaching, and we look to replicate this for the new group as well. I have some talented musicians from the worship team who are willing to help create a relevant experience of worship within the context of this new gathering. Someone, myself, or others inside and outside of our leadership will share some sort of teaching um, or talk that more specifically applies to the context of these students' lives. Look to instill that worship piece that way as well. Outreaches was the third pillar then, and Elaine, who has uh, done a fantastic job in working to establish our relationship between the surrounding community and our church. We've been in this building and this area for a little over a year now, 
And she's been at the forefront of this question that we're continually asking. And the question that we're asking ourselves is how do we partner with the Holy Spirit in what it's already doing in this community? We are not uh, presumptuous enough to think that when we came, the Holy Spirit was introduced with us. We know that God has been working in this community, in this place, for a lot of years before we, even, we ever had our eyes on this building. And so the question is, how can we partner with what is already important to our neighbors? We've gotten in contact already with organizations like Joseph's Coat. We've made detergent. We've fostered relationships with groups like Focus Beyond. And we're learning what's important to our neighbors. On a grander scale, outreach for us also means that we understand that we can bring the love and grace of God to people outside of our own local context. And that we're continuing in this new season of church to find opportunities to make a difference uh, in the lives of our global neighbors. We're looking to do these things through partnerships with missions organizations like IJM. If you heard that, that sermon a couple weeks ago, we're looking to combat things like trafficking, like famine, like sickness, like poverty. And we believe as a community that it matters to us here what's happening to them there. And we're looking to partner, and we believe that we can make a difference in doing that. Now, the important piece to take from this, I believe that awakened students can not only participate in these endeavors, but I think that they can lead the charge in a lot of these places in this community. I believe that both on a neighborhood basis and globally through the avenues of things like volunteering and mission trips, we can provide the opportunity to give students the opportunity to take ownership of this outreach. We can allow them to really experience firsthand the power of missions. So through these different components of community and mentorship, this worship teachings and this outreach, I believe that we can set a foundation for students at Awaken for years to come. We are responding to a need for a group of valued people at, here at Awaken, which brings me to age. You might have, one of the questions you're undoubtedly asking, what, what age group are you really talking about? The main bulk of these students are going to be at, from at launch around the ages from about sixth grade to ninth grade. That's just where the need is. There will be students older than that, and we would love to have them and bless them through a lot of this great opportunity for, for structured mentorship. And eventually, as time goes on, we'll have kids growing into that predominantly high school age range, and this community will reflect, reflect that need at, this at that time. At the beginning here, the biggest age represented will be more oriented towards like the middle school age. This new youth gathering will be every other Wednesday night and will launch at the end of the summer in, in anticipation for the school year. We're going to have two intro events this summer, uh, one in July and one in August. Um, more details will be coming in the community life section of, of our worship gatherings or uh, the Discover Awaken We'll be talking about it there or the Discover Awaken booth at the back. We'll make sure that you know. We're going to have those two events and uh, join us for a time of fellowship and getting to know each other. These events are going to be both for students uh, potentially interested in taking part in this as well as the adults who are thinking that maybe they want to bless our kids in this way. So this is an all, an all play, if you will, for all of the students and all of the adults thinking about coming. Uh, like I said, more details are forthcoming, but I just want to put this out there. I want to, I want to plant this seed for some of you. 
Tell any students that you know, maybe their neighbors, coworkers uh, that have kids, tell them to tell their friends and maybe bring yourself and some of your friends who might, uh, might be hearing the possibilities somewhere inside them that they're looking to say yes to this opportunity. You're looking for a, a way to engage in this community in a way that maybe you can't give extra time on Sundays, but this is gonna be something that is a couple of times a month to love on some tremendous people. Uh, to have any questions or RSVP any students or adults or you have any questions, I had, a, I had someone come up to me after the first gathering and say, I cook for football teams and I would love to cook for your students. Things like that. If there are avenues, if there are places that, even if there's just something that's saying, I don't know if I can mentor, but I can do this, uh, feel free to shoot me an email or come and talk to me. My, my name is Chris. Like I said, my email is easy to remember. It's Chris, C-H-R-I-S, at awakencommunity.com. Easy enough. Chris at awakencommunity.com. I'll invite the band back up pretty soon. Um, like I said, we'll keep it short and sweet this morning. We, we do this thing at Awaken where we invite everyone into a time of silence. Now this, this looks different for certain people. Some people pray. Some people listen for the word of God. Some people think about all of the words that I've just thrown at you. Before we do that, I just wanted to address the elephant in the room because I would not be genuine if I didn't address it. That I know that working with youths is in youth, youths, listen to me. Um, I know that working with youth sounds intimidating. I, I know it does. And I was actually, I had prepared this big long description of, of me as a youth because I was horribly, horribly awkward and just, it, I had this whole, this whole narrative ready, to, but that's not what this is about this morning. What this is about is the future of Awaken, and that's, I'd like to say, I've had the opportunity to work with our fourth through seventh grade students, and they are some of the brightest, most thoughtful, incredible people at Awaken, not just young people. Some of the most wonderful people that I've met in this community are that age. I was down teaching a, uh, about some parable or something down in the kids' community a, a, a few months ago, and I thought I was killing it. I thought I was answering all these questions. Was, I thought I had him engaged. One of the kids looks thoughtful, and he looks at me and said, hey, Chris. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, so why did the church have to split in all these denominations? And like, what does that mean for us as like a global church? <laughs> and I was like, I was like what? <laughs> Where did that come from? But also, that's, that's the kind of wrestling, that's the kind of thought that is, that is demonstrated by the young people of this community. We state every week at the beginning of our worship time in this vision video, the cute little voice that speaks, before we do anything else, we put out there publicly that we're a space that endeavors to be a safe place for people to ask the hard questions. And I don't know about you, but that sound, there is no better definition for middle school than asking the hard questions. There isn't a better description for it. And so you might be feeling unqualified, but I, I invite you to remember what we talked about last week. Maybe you're thinking, maybe I do feel called to this, but man, I've, just, I've never worked with kids. I heard that it takes a certain specific kind of person to work with youth. I don't know really what I have to offer. Are they, am I not cool enough? I'm here to tell you, friends, that's, that's not me either. What, I'm, what I am telling you is that we can lead despite our inadequacies because we ourselves are continually chosen by a God who sees the very good in us. 
we have this opportunity as Awaken, as a community, as a whole, to show these students just how loved they are. We have had this truth spoken into our lives, and now what we are inviting you today, we're expressing a need. We're telling you we do need people. We, we're looking for people to mentor these young folks in this new stage of life. You have been told that God sees the very best in you, and so we're inviting the opportunity for you to get to take part in a ministry that looks at these kids and says, God sees exactly who you are. He sees the goodness that he has placed in you, and he loves you unconditionally. We can show them like we have been shown that we have indeed been chosen, validated, and loved for the goodness with which we have been created. As we enter this time of silence, maybe you need some help navigating that, that short period of time. I invite you to consider this question this morning. What would it look like for you or someone you know, maybe a, a, a kid, a neighbor, one of your family members, what would it look like? Who could this community bless in this way? I invite you to consider that. I'll pray for us first. Father God, we thank you so much for this place. We thank you for the blessing that it is to those around us. And God, I pray that we would be given the eyes to see, the ears to hear, and the heart to receive your spirit as it speaks to us the ways in which we can bless these students. I pray that you would work in us and to help us to know the best way with which we can partner in helping them to know just how loved they are. Receive this benediction. May we indeed know that we are led by a Father who loves us. I pray, God, for all of us, may we see the goodness in those around us and help us to know the best how to love them, students or otherwise. We thank you. Grace and peace, friends. Find us online at www.awakencommunity.com or on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash awakencommunity or on Twitter at awakencommunity. See you next time.